This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up immediately. Oh my gosh. I have to say, I have spent an entire weekend on the couch. (laughs) Wow. But it was worth it. it. If you did anything else except sit on the couch and watch football games on Super Wild Card Weekend, I don't know what's wrong with you. I got a call. You know my my dad, Raymond. I got a call today. Yes, of course. Raymond Raymond calls today. I mean, they got to do this every year. I mean, this is out. Is it not the best? I mean, it, it, it's it's six games. This is great. I go, they're going to do it every year. <laughs> this is what it is now. I said, you're going to be disappointed next weekend when it's back to two games and two games. But what did we ever do with our time before this? It's incredible. And it's and it's actually, it, it should be terrifying for, for anybody who lives with a football fan, who isn't a football fan. This is terrifying because... <laughs> <laughs> it just means this is going to lead to divorces, breakups. I mean, it's not, it's, it's a recipe for disaster, but it's also a recipe for Christmas on every day. It's just more games works on really on any day, right? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll stay, we'll stay true to the high school football kids and let Friday night stand alone. Outside of that, you can throw football, professional football on any night, and we are going to eat it up like fresh chocolate chip cookies. This was wonderful. Just watched me scarf down a chocolate chip cookie in this fourth quarter of the Browns Steelers game. I just no crumbs in the bed, right, Taylor? We're gonna stay away from crumbs in the bed this time because I, I know that I hear some yelling in, in the background. Potentially, there are Browns fans surrounding us while this is happening. And, yeah, and you know, I didn't start with with really the lead for the podcast, for the super wild card weekend version of Let's Catch Up. Taylor, five and one on your picks, but but most most impressively, the Browns was not an easy pick. We're talking straight up here, people. Taylor and I are just talking winners and losers. This is not about points. I know. And Sam, I will say that when Kevin Stefanski went out this week, I thought, wow, I don't know if I feel as confident about this pick just because of, I mean, it's their head coach who's now unable to call plays and be on the field. And, you know, obviously he's the success factor behind the season. I thought, oh, I don't know about this pick. And then you see these players going down left and right like flies. But I'm glad that I stuck with it. Hanging out in his basement with his phone off, apparently, because he just he can't be there for this one. Stefanski, that is. And... Wow, should he be excited? Maybe that's who was yelling in the background there. I mean, Taylor, I just in a, a really a, a, just a great pick by you because again, the win week seventeen 
Brown Steelers sort of, it doesn't count, right? You're talking Mason instead of big Ben. That's just, that, that's not a game that the Steelers are interested in at all. And to be watching highlights right now of the Browns beating the Patriots in 95, which was the last time the Browns had a playoff win. Wow. This was everything. Impressive. Just that first quarter was just utterly like, I felt like I was living in the upside down and stranger things just because I think they started off like 28 to zero. No, no, take out the like 28 to nothing. And by the way, Taylor, the most lopsided first quarter in a playoff game. It's the most points scored in a first quarter of a playoff game ever. Give it up to the Browns. That's Cleveland Browns history, 28 to zero. That's how you start a playoff game. I mean, this was very well-deserved, very well-deserved. I'm excited for them. The Steelers kind of started to come back for a little bit and you got scared because we all know what Steeler football looks like, but no, this was completely hard earned, hard fought by the Browns. Congratulations. And all of them, by the way, quickly, before we just move on, I just want to say, not just not just Hunt, who had an incredible game, and Chubb, of course, but of course Baker and Landry. I mean, what I mean, everybody showed up for Cleveland in this game, not to mention obviously the defense turning Big Ben over. I just left and right, talky talky. What a game for Cleveland. I just that and again, and it's it's not even, I mean, is it the is it the biggest story of Super Wild Card Weekend? I'm not even sure. I mean, the Bills getting their first playoff win, obviously an exciting, incredible way to start off Saturday with that news. And of course, yeah. it coming to the wire. That's another team. It's like the Browns and the Bills are the two teams that you just are so excited for their fan bases. They haven't experienced this in so long, and they do have such diehard fans that are out there each and every year celebrating and wanting their team to be good. And it's exciting to see. You, you got to get Did you see the Be here and then to win. Did you see the Bills fans with tears in their eyes in Buffalo? Yeah, did you see Why? some of them tailgating, those tailgating videos? <laughs> so awesome. Really just but so But I do awesome. want to say, Sam, you and I made some picks the other week before the wild Super Wild Card Weekend. Sure. And I want to say why I've had the edge the playoffs are finally here, and I want to talk to you guys about Edge Sports. They're an amazing analytics tool that I've been using this season to help provide me with both key insights with my predictions for each matchup. So it hasn't been all my Nostradamus abilities. I have used Edge Sports. They are creators of innovation simulation model that simulates every match 400,000 times to find out the projected game-winning chance for each team. They also break down the sp- bread the over under outcomes to show the full range of outcomes from all their simulations and the most frequent ones so for example if you wanted to bet on a particular point total they would show you the percentage of trials where this came in exactly and the percentage of trials where it was both under and over this the edge sports model is based on historical play-by-play data and is fully customized for each team's strengths and weaknesses they actually work with both nfl and ncaa teams to help them in their decision making so they know their stuff if you head over to edgesports.com, spelled E-D-J sports, you'll find the score prediction and most likely outcomes for all of the major games that day across all major sports. They also have their own E-D-J rankings, which ranks each team based on how good they are both offensively and defensively at passing and rushing, along with coach rankings, which rates every coach based on their decision making in game. So you can subscribe to their football package for just $9.99 per month, or you can get access to all their sports for $19.99. 
This includes daily and weekly matchups and rankings for NFL, NCAA, basketball, soccer, hockey, and baseball. So all of the above. You can also get a 14-day free trial to check it out before you subscribe. Use code TAYLOR50 and you can get 50% off all subscriptions on the store. So if you guys want to try this out, if you guys want to have the best predictions leading into the next round of the playoffs, definitely give them a try. You get 14 days for free. Let us know what you think after that. If you want to subscribe, which you will, because you're going to feel like Nostradamus, use Taylor 50 and you will get 50% off all subscriptions on the store. You know, I feel a little better, Taylor, knowing that, but at least this is why you absolutely, you know, cleaned our clock this weekend with your parents. I mean, you just, you destroyed it. I'm sorry, but, but that was an impressive weekend of picks, a super wild card weekend for you without a doubt. You know, some of the games, sure. I, you know, I mean, some, some of the games, obviously, you know, we think that Brady's going to beat Heineke. Not that we knew Heineke was going to start that game, but. but Heineke, again, what the heck? How was he not in the league a month ago? What an awesome moment for Heineke. And in watching that game last night at the end with him and like Brady. He wanted Alex Smith to be there so badly because of everything that he's been through and everything that he's come back from. But Heineke, this was his moment and he freaking ran with it. Not only, of course, and literally ran with it, diving at the pylon, playing <laughs> that game. What an unbelievable moment! And his shoulder is hurt during the game, and he's and again, it comes down to that ultimately fourth and twenty-one, which he couldn't convert at the end. But to be in that game, to continue keeping Washington in that game every step of the way, when it seemed as if Brady was gonna pull away and finally put it away, but no, Heineke relentless again and again. You got to give it up to Washington, even defensively too. And it wasn't, you know, I mean, obviously Chase didn't have the kind of game against Brady that, that he wanted to in the end, but it was still an impressive defensive effort from Washington. The Heineke effort, so impressive. That was a lot to see. That they, that was Saturday night could have been a dud with what we were getting heading yeah. into. Instead, Heineke really becomes a story on social media. He becomes the story overall. That was awesome to see. That's what the play, we, we love the playoffs for many reasons, but to make a star out of a guy like Heineke that, that nobody's talking about before the game starts and then look at what he but goes. Sam, that goes to show about what your pick was. You chose Washington, obviously not knowing that Alex Smith was going to be out. And that was a great pick because think about obviously Heineke played out of his mind, Sure, but think about what, how different it would have been if Alex Smith had been in. I think that Ron Rivera is that amazing of a coach and amazing of a play caller that he could have designed plays around Alex Smith's strengths and potentially won the game. So I am going to give a little bit of credit to your pick right there. Well, thank you very much. It was fun to watch the game knowing that I that I had thrown that on the line. Knowing that at least, all right, I I really I really think that they can win this game outright. And frankly, when you look at the teams that win divisions with a non-winning record, I'm just going to tell you this. They're in 2004, Minnesota non-winning Division winner at Green Bay. They covered the spread. They had six points. In 2004, the Rams were a non-winning division winner. Plus four, they covered. Every team that's been a non-winning record division winner with a playoff game, they've covered the spread, every single one of them, including Washington on Saturday night. But they didn't win the game outright, and that's what we're all about. Still a fun story. Really cool to see. Made it an unbelievable weekend. And I'm mad about one. There's one game that really upset me. And I was texting you immediately about it, Taylor, which was I didn't have a great feeling about Seattle. 
the way the season ended for the Seahawks. And I just didn't have, I, I just, there was part of me last weekend that just couldn't say it to you. I wanted the words to come out of my mouth. Rams, just say it, Sam, Rams, Rams. But I didn't love the quarterback situation. We didn't know what it was going to be. As it turned out, it didn't matter because Goff had to come into the game. But we didn't know whether it was going to be Wofford or Goff. And it just felt it felt like Russell Wilson was going to get it together. I think the most interesting aspect of this game is the fact that Sean McVay obviously had his choice between Wofford and Goff before the game. Because we saw that Goff was obviously active and able to throw the ball. And he still sure. wanted Wofford. So what does this mean as we go further into the playoffs? And more importantly than that, as we go into this offseason, does this mean that there is a potential for a quarterback change in Los Angeles? I think it's possible. I think that showed it. I think that what Sean McVay saw out of John Wolford was obviously a lot that he could work with, whether it was his running ability, whether it was his agility, whether it was his speed. I think all those pl- factors played into it. And I think that you've seen it. Jared Goff has been extremely inconsistent. And while he did play in a, a fantastic 2018 season that took them to the Super Bowl, Certainly he not. hasn't been the same since then. And I think that you saw a quarterback like John Wolford have to go in. And then you're like, you have a coach like Sean McVay, who if there is a better quarterback guru out there, let me know because he is known as the best. And he saw, okay, you know, this is a lot that I can work with. And I think it, the fact it, that he played John Wolford when when Jared Goff could play was very indicative of how he's feeling right now. It was very telling. It was very telling because obviously Goff was well enough to go in and win a playoff game because it happened. And yet, as you said, the decision was in the other direction. So that's one to monitor for sure. Although maybe that also lit a fire under Goff. Yeah. And now we'll see. And, and and frankly, Taylor, should we just should we turn our attention already to the next page? Should we just jump? Just go for it. Just right. let's, let's do we a deep well, dive. Yeah, let's just tear the bandaid off. First of all, though, credit to Catherine and Bill's Mafia, as you had said. Uh, you know, Catherine, who is it listens to Let's Catch Up every week, and and she has just been living and dying with this Bills team. And what a roller coaster. Well, she should be living this season. They are the hottest team in the AFC right now. So why don't we jump in right there, Taylor? This is this is a, this is a tough one for you right here. Mm-hmm. But, but let's just let, let let's put it on the line for Saturday at 8 Eastern, the Ravens at the Bills. I mean, this game, after what you saw Saturday from Josh Allen, and then Sunday from Lamar, th- this is so exciting. And when you go when you go back and you think about that draft, Taylor. These were the two quarterbacks. Remember, the three quarterbacks mm-hmm. in that draft, it was about Darnold, Baker, Josh Rosen. And Rosen, right? It was not about yep. Josh Allen or Lamar. I mean, Josh Allen was in the conversation. Nobody thought he was going to be in the top five, and he, and he wasn't. And, and when you look when you look at, at Lamar, who was not considered to be – he wasn't oh, a quarterback, but no one was thinking about him in that mold. And then you see, now that you've got Josh versus Lamar, who seem like the two hottest quarterbacks on the two hottest teams – it's almost a shame that they have to play each other here in the divisional round. But Taylor, I'll let you just speak to this game right out. I mean, obviously, this is such a tough one for me. But this is my heart is, of course, with the Ravens. I think that what they were able to do today with Derrick Henry, who leads the league in rushing this season, who has rushed for 2000 yards before this matchup. There's been five other times when the number one rushing offense went up against the league's number one rusher and four out of those previous five matchups the league's leading rusher, the team, that team has won. Not the not the 
rushing team that's led. So I think that what Baltimore was able to do with the defense and with stopping Derrick Henry today. Not just stopping Derrick Henry. Not just stopping. Shutting him down. It was a work of art from Wink Martindale. It was like a Picasso masterpiece. I have no other words for it. It was unbelievable. Did you notice, notice, Taylor, that it was 10-0, but still... Tennessee was not, that was not their game. It was 10 nothing. And I've heard the narrative so many times, Baltimore can never win from behind. Lamar Jackson can't win a playoff game. Everybody has figured him out by then. We've studied tape. We've done this. And it's like, you know what? Lamar went out there and he was not done yet. And he got the job done and. Got the job done. That, 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 that run, that touchdown run by Lamar Jackson was a thing of beauty. Yeah, and Marcus Peters coming in clutch each and every game with a pick just, it seems like, just at the right time. Not to mention, didn't you love, didn't you love, didn't you love what Peters had said this week about enough with Lamar can't win a game? He said the same thing about Peyton Manning. It's such a a perfect and fitting quote, and now makes so much sense. Now that Lamar, again, you're sort of over that hump. I mean, it's two games, two, two playoff games. This is not this is not a, a resume of nine playoff losses. That's ridiculous. All right, so 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 there you go, Taylor. So are you going? I mean, is that it? You're saying Baltimore here? Last week I said Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, you did. I mean, you absolutely did. It's just it's just now. Go ahead, throw it on the line. What do you think? I, this is it, it's it's going to be such a great game. I really. This is my by far my favorite game. Uh, of the weekend coming up. I think here. I have to say, I think I'm going to have to say Ravens because my heart is there. It, yeah. I was looking at stats. I would say Buffalo because I do think that they are a super hot team right now. I do think they've got the advantage of being at home. I think that they know how to play in this freezing cold Arctic weather, which Sam and I might go brave together to go to this oh, game. Oh man. Oh, and I'm happy. Let's catch up moment. What a moment in the freezing cold. It, it's really, it would be quite fitting to be in a game in Buffalo. If I think I'm really having an East Coast experience in my life right now, nothing would really cap it like a trip to Buffalo. All right. All right. So that's it. You'll go Baltimore there. I'll say Buffalo just to stick with. We, we did our playoff predictions. You know, we, I, we took it all the way through. It, the Chiefs and Saints for me, I believe it's Chiefs and Packers for you all the way in the Super Bowl. And along the way, I thought Buffalo would win another game in the playoffs. And so I'll simply say that I see Buffalo winning another game here. So you'll go with the Ravens. I'll be with the Bills there. And let's go to the other Saturday game. The Rams, as you said, a a fantastic win in Seattle. But now if you go into Green Bay here to start Saturday off, Rams at Packers. Taylor, how do you see this one? I mean, it would be what a monumental event it would be for the Rams to beat the Packers like this in the season that Aaron Rodgers is having. But, but I mean, obviously we know that you've got the Packers, you know, in the Super Bowl. So I, I can't imagine you're going to come off that, but what do you think? I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm not I have to go with the Packers. They've been my pick all, all year long. I still didn't even love the Rams in this Rams Seahawks game. So Unfortunately, I cannot jump on the Rams bandwagon just yet. I still don't think there's enough knowing about what's going on with the quarterback situation that Aaron Donald did injure his oblique, which obviously would be a huge, huge disadvantage. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. Uh, You know what? I'm not even going to waste that much time. We'll say Green Bay there. We'll just go with two, two freezing cold wins on Saturday. Green Bay 
What about uh, Ravens Bills? Who are you going with? I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to go Bills okay. Mafia. All right. I'm just going to I do understand. it. I understand. I understand. It'll be so much fun. The, the text that you should be firing at me on Saturday, I think it'll just make it that I much. hope we're together watching it. We're there watching together even better. And you can give me the, I told the ultimate, I told you so. All right. So Sunday now, these Browns, these impressive and beautiful Cleveland Browns for what they just did. I mean, the fact that they did that in Pittsburgh, by the way, I mean, just <laughs> Baker. Wow. I mean, talk about turning a franchise around. This will define his career. Of course, if he wins again on Sunday, beats the Chiefs, that will. But this right now is defining his career, this moment right here. But at Kansas City, Browns at Chiefs, Sunday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Casey. You know, I really – I'd love to see it. I really would love to see it, but I just don't think – I don't think I can. I don't think I can see, you know, I mean, just with, remember what Houston had done last year. I mean, remember that Taylor, remember that game, that, that Houston lead, that Houston jumping out to that 24, nothing lead last year. And, and, and for the chiefs to just storm back the way that they did, it's tough to imagine even because even tonight at 28, nothing, look how close and nerve wracking it got for the Browns in this game against the Steelers. I'll go Casey. Let's just say it. we're, but we're both on Casey and, and, and let, let's move quickly to the, to the final one here, Taylor. So we're both going Casey and, and now Brady and breeze. What do I mean? We're so, we're just blessed with this matchup again to get it three times in a season, Brady and breeze and, and Taylor, how do you see this? I mean, again, Brady's trying to make that March to Tampa to be the first team ever to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. What do you, what do you see here? Brady and breeze who has the edge here, Taylor Tampa at new Orleans, new Orleans. I'm going with the saints. I I'm going to, you know what? I, I'd love to go against you here, but I'm the one that's been saying all season. I didn't think Brady was going to win the division because of the saints. And that's, I'm just going to stick with that theme. I thought that Brady would have a problem getting over New Orleans this season. I actually thought that Brady wouldn't get into the playoffs because of New Orleans, but they certainly had a special season. The best, you could argue, the best Brady season outside of the Moss 16 and 0, 18 and 0, and then of course 18 and 1 lost the Giants season. But I'm going with, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And it was, and it was sort of a slow burn against the Bears. On Sunday, the way the Saints dismantled the Bears, it was you know that that first half was only seven to three, but hat trick for the Saints, hat trick for the Saints to beat Brady to beat Brady three times in a season is pretty special. That's how I see it. So there's only one there's only one that we see different this coming weekend, Taylor, and it's that it's that Bills Ravens game on Saturday. So plenty plenty for us to be catching up on, and maybe together. I hope it's together. That would be so what a fun weekend. I mean, we're going to have to. We need more of these. We definitely need more like this. But again, like Raymond said, just just give me three playoff games a day as much as you can, as much as you possibly can. And and I think we would all be happy with that. All right, Taylor, we're going to be catching up so soon. And please keep up with us again. If you want Taylor's incredible picks, keep following her at Taylor Brashotti. You can get me at Stan Patesh on Instagram. And of course, at Let's Catch Up NFL. Wow, 